0: Welcome and thanks for listening to Weekly Wisdom, a podcast about sharing wisdom from philosophy, comedy, religion, science, pop culture, and everyday life. St. John of the Cross was a Spanish monk who lived during the 16th century. His wisdom ranks up there with many of the great Catholic mystics of the Middle Ages, including Meister Eckert. What is a mystic? A mystic is one who has an indwelling and personal experience of God. He or she does not deny generally that no one can experience the divine from on high, but their focus is on experiencing God from a sense of inner life. I like mystics because they tend to be more inclusive in their spiritual understandings. They often don't accord to the exclusivists who declare that the only way to God is through adhering to a particular faith or teacher. Every religious tradition tends to have a mystical element, from Sufism in Islam to Gnosticism in the Christian tradition. In St. John of the Cross's time, there was a deep focus on learning to experience God beyond rationality and through direct experience. One method for this St. John called the dark night of the soul. Today, when we refer to the dark night of the soul, we speak of it as challenging times we go through that perhaps purify our spirit. Your boyfriend isn't listening to you, you're out of Netflix shows to watch. You're drinking lots of wine and reading Deepak Chopra, and you call it a dark night of the soul. Although it's applicable, that's not quite what St. John meant by it. For him, the dark night of the soul was a spiritual practice, a practice of releasing all understanding, thus finding ourselves in a place of darkness or unknowing, and opening ourselves for a greater understanding or light to enter. Here's a poem by St. John. I came into the unknown, and stayed there unknowing, rising beyond all science. I did not know the door, but when I found the way, unknowing where I was, I learned enormous things, but what I felt I cannot say, for I remained unknowing, rising beyond all science. It was the perfect realm of holiness and peace. In deep solitude I found the narrow way, a secret giving such release that I was stunned and stammering rising beyond all science. I was so far inside, so dazed and far away, my senses were released from feelings of my own. My mind had found a surer way, a knowledge of unknowing, rising beyond all science. And he who does arrive collapses as in sleep, for all he knew before now seems a lowly thing, and so his knowledge grows so deep that he remains unknowing, rising beyond all science." The higher he ascends, the darker is the wood. It is the shadowy cloud that clarified the night. And so the one who understood remains always unknowing, rising beyond all science. This knowledge by unknowing is such a soaring force that scholars argue long but never leave the ground. Their knowledge always fails the source to understand unknowing rising beyond all science. The knowledge is supreme. Crossing a blazing height, though formal reason tries, it crumbles in the dark. But one who could control the night by knowledge of unknowing will rise beyond all science. And if you wish to hear, the highest science leads to an ecstatic feeling of the most holy being, and from his mercy comes his deed, to let us stay unknowing, rising beyond all science. What the hell is he talking about? He is saying that available to us all, beyond our own way of thinking, is a connection to a greater intelligence. It is spirit itself, and to feel it and experience and embody it is a purifying and sacred experience. The dark night of the soul is about being willing to be in a place of not knowing, so that a greater way of knowing and experience can come upon us like the dawn of morning light. St. John of the Cross was certainly inspired by the technique of the cloud of unknowing, a spiritual technique that came from not too long before by an anonymous author. The author teaches us to begin by imagining below you there is a cloud of forgetting. In it, push everything you remember. That thing she said to you, what you have to do tomorrow, your judgments about getting older and so on, push it all down continuously into the cloud of forgetting. When you do this for a while, you'll eventually find yourself, the teacher tells us, moving into a cloud of unknowing. This, the teacher tells us, is the cloud between ourselves and God. At first, it may feel dark there, bleak, maybe even sad or frightening, sometimes overwhelming. We may want to get away. But, the teacher tells us, if we keep returning to this place faithfully, a greater presence will eventually reveal itself in our consciousness. He shares, If you strive to fix your love on Him, forgetting all else, which is the work of the contemplation I have urged you to begin, I am confident that God and His goodness will bring you to a deep experience of Himself. So again, don't focus it or direct it, we just be in our not knowing with a desire to love and to know. Do you think these mystics of the Middle Ages were onto to something? Perhaps that's just what people did without electricity or television or iPhones. I think if what you are looking for is a deeper experience of life in yourself, these techniques may help you. I wonder sometimes if all the thoughts of my mind are but a defense mechanism to a greater mind my sense of self-preservation has tried to keep itself from. All my worrying, philosophizing, procrastinating, daydreaming, and so on... Just a way to avoid being quiet and clear, because in that quiet and clarity there is the demand of a particular kind of vulnerability. In that quiet, in that nothing, in that darkness, will I find I am no one, or will I find a truer intimacy with what is at the heart of all life?